Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Fight to Unite podcast. My name is Aaliyah Freeman, and I am your host. I'm so excited to have you join me today as we talk about the salon price increase. Now, I want to give a disclaimer and let you guys know that this is not a podcast that is going to discuss or even humiliate any professional hairstylist or even client. I want you to gain understanding and clarity of why there is a salon price increase in today's prices. So before we even get started with why the increase is here, I want to take you a little bit back through history on where it used to be and how that affected the days that were in the um, past. So I know when I grew up in the beauty industry, as I was actually in a place of growing up and we got our hair done weekly every friday i never forget it we went immediately after school and got our hair done and we would be in there for nights i mean all nights we'll be in there all night and one thing that i did recognize was that we were in there for so many hours but the price was forty dollars now this was the salon days where the stylist would use Pump it up spray on your hair, gel. Um, I had a very artistic styler, so I was getting the buns and the curls and all of these things. You know, I'm not going to take you away from this subject. But these were the days that we were in, and we got our hair shampooed weekly. And we got our hair done weekly. And the price was $40. Now, due to the price being $40, I want to unpack some things on what also went on in the actual salon during this time. The salons were jam-packed. I can definitely say overbooking was in full effect. There would be clients piled on top of one another. Um, there was like a system, but the system did not deal with time management. Because back in the day, most of all of the clients would get placed under the dryer. So we already knew we were going to be there way over an hour. But also, the cost of living was not as much as it is today. So there weren't high expenses um, that had to be paid but there were still some expenses there and then also i think that a lot of the overbooking was in place and it built community within the salons because you always have a large number of people within the salon now another thing that i want to say is although the price was very low the stylist will have to take numerous of clients in order to say that they profited and made a good amount of money at the end of the day so this is number one reason why overbooking was in place because it was only forty dollars and if you do the math forty times twelve or forty times whatever number that is going to be what you get so you will have to pretty much do a good bit of clients in order to make a good profit throughout the day now with that going on in the past days 
this concept continued to live throughout the industry as the years went along. I want to say, I'm not going to say that this concept was wrong, but I definitely would say because it happened then, they trained a lot of stylists growing up and the concept continued to happen. I'm not completely sure if the cost was added up on why we even started to even have low prices in the salon. So, the stylist would, you know, they would work long hours. I know my stylist, she would work, she would come in early morning, um, and sometimes she's leaving late night. Um, one thing that I do recognize is that they weren't able, those stylists were not able to prioritize or manage home, um, their at home or even self-care. It was, um, I did notice there was a big struggle with balancing between the two, definitely because of the amount of time that they spent in the salon. But growing up, I thought this was the norm. I thought this was the stylish life. I would definitely say that I've noticed my stylist, she did a lot in the nightlife, like, because by the time she would get off, only thing that would be open was the nightlife. So, this was something that I had been accustomed to and saw as I grew up in the beauty industry. Now, I, I want to say everybody may not have had this experience, but this is just a little bit of my experience that I've experienced when I was getting my hair done in the industry. Okay, so let's backtrack a bit. So, they're charging $40 for a style. They may also be charging $60 for a relaxer at the time. But, if we multiply 40 times 10 clients a day, that's only $400 a day. And if they work 5 times out of the week, that's $2,000. Okay? Now, that's back in the day. I don't think $2,000 a week is going to even make enough sense this in today's time with inflation increasing now some people may say two thousand dollars a week that sounds really good but before we talk about two thousand dollars a week i want you to know um a lot of the things that are included in the price before we say two thousand dollars is a lot of money okay so my first question is how much do you value your stylus it has been very known in today's um, salon life, I don't think that a lot of people value the stylist. And it could be because all of the things that are happening in the industry where there are people taking and abusing our industry and they're not licensed, they aren't professional, they aren't providing the experience that the clients need. All of these things can play a huge part on why people are not valuing professional salons or even valuing the price that a stylist puts on their service. So this determines a lot. You know, if you value your stylist, then you will respect the price that sh they mention for their services. But sometimes 
it's not even necessarily not respecting the price i think it has everything to do with not understanding the price not understanding what are you paying for okay so number one i definitely want you to value your stylist how do you how do you view your status? Do you view them as a professional? And if you don't, what can you do to change that? Or do you even have the right dollar? You know, for what it is that you're looking for. But there are three E's I want to cover today that is going to cover what determines the price when you are paying selling prices. Okay? Number one, the first E is education. Do know that when you pay uh, for your stylist services, you are paying for their education. You're paying for the classes that they have to sacrifice and take to keep up with the trends as well as to keep themselves educated, um, product knowledge, also learning business technique, all of these different things that they may be investing in themselves behind closed doors when the salons are closed on the off days they're researching finding all of these things to be sure that they be remain educated this is very important okay then next i want you to know the second e is the expenses now the expenses let's go back to the two thousand dollars a week that we discussed two thousand dollars may be what your stylists take home but i want you to know there are so many expenses that are going to deduct from this two thousand dollars this stylist have to pay for insulin expenses they also have to t um, pay for for at home expenses yet alone let's talk about if they have children or if they have investments such as um they have a home they have to pay their mortgage. They have to pay their car note, just like you. Um, inventory, the product that you use, they have to pay for those things. And yet alone, they have to pay Uncle Sam, okay? Taxes are included. Taxes are immediately 20% of the income that you make. So, $2,000, if we go ahead and take the taxes off of the $2,000... I want you to know that is four hundred of the two hundred two thousand dollars a week that you thought they made. Four hundred of that is already going to Uncle Sam. So now we're dropped down to sixteen hundred dollars, and yet alone they have not even covered any other expenses but their taxes. Okay, so I want you guys to know that. These E's are going to help you know and understand what you're paying for. And the last E is the experience. You're going to pay for the experience that your professional has, that your stylist has. There's some things that they have went through that have helped them build their knowledge, build their character as a professional, give you the experience you need. Um, within the salon, making sure that the booking system is okay, making sure that they're actually, and then too, if they put in so many years in the industry, I want you to know all of this add up. Think about it. If you've worked on a job 
for over 15 years, I guarantee you, you're not getting paid the same amount that you got paid when you first worked that job. You got a raise as the years went on. This is the same thing with a professional. You want to make sure that you recognize that their experience is going to add value to your service, okay? So, these three E's, education, expenses, and experience. These three E's are major parts of why the price is the price when you're booking with a professional. And I want you to know also that you want to respect their time. Dollars are getting paid for their time. So, um, also when people are canceling um, appointments or they're not showing up for appointments uh, without cancellation, that's time that's being lost. That's time that they didn't get paid for. That is time that they have to now manage the money that they have to cover that time that was lost. So, it goes back to how much do you value your talent. If you value the person that serves you when you get your beauty services done, I want you to know they will definitely, definitely be um, so happy when you decide to cancel correctly according to their policy. Um, another thing is, I want you to know, just like you are paid hourly or salary and income, they may not be getting paid hourly or an actual salary, but they have to manage their money as if they are, so that they can actually be able to cover and take care of their cost of living to be able to um, manage as a professional. So, we definitely want to put the capital R back on respect for all of our professionals out there. So, I think because we don't question um, cosmetic surgeries or we don't question the price of designing shades, shoes, purses, or whatever it is that you desire, whatever luxury you love or desire, you don't question those things. I want you to value your stylist the same way, knowing that they are helping you with a cosmetic need that has a price for it. And they have to be able to take care of themselves to take care of you. So this is why it has a price. Okay, um, I guarantee you, I always tell clients um, when they they don't think that braiders should charge over $150, I always ask them, what is the amount that they expected the stylist to, to charge them or the braiders to um, charge them? And they would be like, well, I think that my braid should cost $100. And I said, okay, well, how long did it take that stylist to do your hair? And they're like, it took her seven hours. I said, okay. So you mean to tell me that you can only make a living and count up all your bills and take home that braider's pay at the end of the day, multiply it by five, and you mean to tell me you can make that amount work for your expenses, for your household? And they always say no. And that's how I know that they didn't look at it in the, in the way that the braider 
how to look at it. They were only looking at it based upon what they thought that they wanted to pay for the stylist. And that I don't think it's fair. Um, we always should definitely look on look at it on the other side and just respect the price. Okay, so I haven't wrapped this up. You know, I just wanted to definitely give insight on the three E's, education, expenses, and experience. These are all things that determine the price of salon expenses these, um, you know, these days. And due to inflation, inflation is definitely increasing. So that means the cost of things that were at a certain price is no longer that price and salons are having to make adjustment in order for them to work in order for them to even be able to sustain and manage a normal lifestyle now this does not cover every stylist but i definitely want to say this cover majority okay you're going to have some stylists out there that may not be worth the price that are being priced and you as a client is going to have to be the, the one that determines that I think it's important that clients ask questions when they get consultation to be sure that what you're asking for is exact. I mean, what you're requesting for is exactly what you're going to get when you pay. And there's a lot of things that can determine that when you actually do that. If you want to know more about that, I want you to be sure that you visit my website and I have a blog that lists how you can um you know how you can know how to find the right stylist when you um go through different consultations so these are all of the the different things that i think are very important and should be covered when you're determining the price as a professional but also so that clients can know what they're paying for when they're paying for the actual service I hope this helped um, help everyone gain clarity in today's salon price and know that um, we need each other. You know, I think we need to definitely put the capital R back on respect for our professionals that are working hard, that are making sure that they serve their clients to the best of their ability and making sure that they give what they need and also definitely that clients will value their stylists value them and respect them you know their services that they offer i'm not going to say there's perfect stylists everywhere but i will say there are ones that are out there that are willing to do what it takes to make sure that you're served correctly and then do no communication like both ways um feel open with communicating with your stylists and letting them know you know, if you weren't satisfied with your price, um, with the price that and the service that you will receive, that is very important that you discuss that with them so that they can see if it's anything that they can do to make it better, or um, if their policy allows, if you you know if they can um, refund you if it wasn't maxed apart. So I hope that this helps. And I look forward to discussing more of the Fight to Unite podcast with you as we continue to break down and come together in unity in the different wars in the beauty industry. Thank you.